Welcome to Solving the Financial Puzzle, where every week we discuss the latest issues surrounding the complicated world of personal finance. Each week, join Walter Storholt and certified financial planner Dan Capril as they help you put together the pieces of your own financial puzzle. And for more information on today's topic, visit matsonandcapril.com. Welcome once again to Solving the Financial Puzzle, the podcast that helps you better prepare for your financial future. Walter here alongside Dan, ready for another good topic this week. And this is the time of the month when we bring back the tales from the tax side. A great story from the tax world, as told by Dan Capril. What do you got, Dan? (laughs) Well, we're going to talk about a piece of the rock. Now, we're not talking about Prudential here. We're actually talking about the island of Gibraltar. Ooh, okay. Now, most people, you know, they've heard of Gibraltar. I would challenge most people to find it on a map. It's actually off the tip of Spain as you you enter in. So as you come in from the ocean, see, I could have quizzed you, Walter. You you did. You missed a very good opportunity there. I thought about it, but I didn't want to make you look bad. (laughs) I'm used to doing very bad on quizzes. So So as you're navigating the Atlantic and you go into the Mediterranean Sea, uh, just to your left, as you're pulling past Spain, you're going to see uh, the island of Gibraltar, and it's huge. It's not uh, really an island. Well, you're right. It's actually more of a... Know, maybe it's a peninsula. It's a, it's a peninsula for sure. Yeah. You call it a peninsula. That's what right. I would yeah, call an it. Island. Yeah. yeah, you're right. It is connected. It, it is connected to the continent. So I, I guess I shouldn't um, call it that. But you know what's interesting about it? And Monaco is the same thing. And Luxembourg is, is is similar to that. These are these tiny little independent nation states that probably should be part of the bigger picture, but they're but they're not. So Gibraltar, for example. You know, you would normally think is part of uh, Spain. It's actually part of the British Empire. And this goes all the way back to 1704. So it's an interesting place, uh, kind of like the way um, Hong Kong was set up, which is obviously in, in mainland China. But it, it's been allowed to operate with different tax rules than what you'd see most nations have, largely because it is so small. So its infrastructural needs are less. It's literally the width of an airstrip, because two point six miles. At, yeah, at, what, yeah, at at the top you can. I'm looking at Google Maps, and yes. that's why I was cheating and knew it was a peninsula. <laughs> There's an airstrip right at the top of this of the area, and it, it's literally uh-huh. the width of the of the entire portion. So isn't that, isn't that amazing? It is. I actually met a couple when I was in my twenties. We were on a cruise, my wife and I. It was like a belated honeymoon, and they were from Gibraltar which was really the first time I really started learning about it. And it's amazing. So a couple of years ago, you know, he's in his 50s now, and he, he friended me on Facebook. And I'm like, gosh, you remember me? And he's like, yeah, wow. I remember. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Vincent was his name. But anyway, um, what's interesting about it is that if you've ever gone to Europe, uh, a lot of taxes in Europe, uh, most famously they have the value-added tax, which is 17.5% in most countries, tacked on to the sale of anything. Mm. So if you see something, you think, oh, this is a bargain at $100. Well, you're really paying $117.50. Now, if you're an American tourist, they, they will waive that tax for you, but you gotta, you got to complete the paperwork, so they, they won't charge it of you. But Gibraltar has no VAT, no value-added tax. It has no sales tax. It has no wealth tax. There's no tax on interest. There's no tax on dividends. There's no tax on capital gains. There's no gift or estate tax. And personal rates are taxed at 26 and a quarter percent. And now they have a, um, in most corporations, they pay a 10% tax. So most individuals pay 26 and a half or 26 and a quarter. Well, they're capped. They probably pay less than that on average. 
and uh, corporations pay 10%, and that's it. Now, it's interesting. The population of Gibraltar, as you can imagine, is quite small, 30,000 people. There are 30,000 corporations headquartered <laughs> in Gibraltar. Wow. Now, that shouldn't surprise anybody because if you're only going to pay 10%, that's definitely um, the, the place to go. So interesting place, beautiful place, by the way. The rock is gorgeous. So, you know, it's one of those things, if you, if you wanted to see an incredible view from the Mediterranean, that would certainly be a place that you would want to do. If you do a Mediterranean cruise, that's certainly one of the places they're likely going to hit. Um, if for any other reason, you're going to you know, pay less for a lot of things that you are there. But this issue of, you know, do I go someplace to save taxes, um, that comes up a lot. And that's really why I'm bringing it up today. You know, federally in the United States, you are, you know, wherever you go, Uncle Sam comes, goes with you. So you're not going to be able to avoid him as long as you stay in the United States. Now, it's interesting, depending on which poll that you look at or which um, think tank you look at, the United States, from a tax standpoint for an individual, is actually ranked pretty fairly. There's something called the Tax Justice Network, which anytime the word justice is used, I'm always skeptical. <laughs> but um, they rank us number three for a tax haven. That doesn't necessarily mean that the average person is getting off um, free and clear. But there are, as you're probably aware, several states that you can go to and at least save your money on state income taxes. So if you live in Kentucky or Ohio, you're paying anywhere between 4 and 5% of your income to them as a, as a state tax. Whereas if you drive down to, say, Tennessee, there's no state income tax. Uh, Texas has no state income tax. Uh, Florida, I think there's about nine states in total. Now, They'll get you in other ways, all right? They'll get you in real estate tax. Uh, Tennessee has a very high sales tax. I know because well, I'm going to be going there this, this coming weekend. So they, they have to get you in other areas. Uh, but at least from a planning standpoint, uh, you know, that can work out well. The key is if you're going to change your domicile, I would rarely recommend you make taxes as being the primary reason to do it. You know, if you like living where you live, your family's there, et cetera, it's important. But Florida comes up a lot. Just understand that if you're going to claim Florida residency, you can have a home here in Ohio or you can have a home in Kentucky or wherever. But you have to spend six months and one day in your other state. And, and trust me, the, the, your other, the other state that you own property with, they will audit you to, to see if you're being honest about that. So, you know, I tell my clients all the time, you know, keep a log, keep your travel. You just basically have to keep your travel details, you know, show them, you know, it's not a huge issue, but it can be. And it wouldn't surprise me if more states adopt a no tax situation. Like, for example, if I was the governor of Kentucky, I would do everything I could to get rid of that state income tax. And you would see a lot of people, you know, when they're looking for that next house, they wouldn't necessarily be moving just to save the 4%. But, you know, if I'm looking for, an, you know, if I'm living in Delhi, for example, and I'm thinking about upgrading to a larger home, you're darn right I'm going to look across the river if I know I can save on that end. So anyway, just be mindful. There are a number of strategies you can do. Moving <laughs> moving's one of them. It doesn't have to be the only one. But again, this gets back to the issue I always talk about, which is the differences between tax planning and tax filing. And tax filing is something that's very often done with your accountants. But a lot of accountants don't truly do tax planning. And uh, it's unfortunate, but they are who they are. I find that most of us who serve in the you know the certified financial planner world 
we're the ones who tend to talk this message a little bit more. And as if you listen to this podcast often, you know that I'm very concerned about taxes on 401ks and those types of things. And every year I talk to my clients about the possibility of paying uh, money now on their, on their retirement accounts and converting it to a Roth IRA or using the tax-free features of life insurance. These are important things you should consider for at least some of your money. You want to have some kind of balance. If anything, if we could work it out so that you don't pay taxes on your Social Security benefits, wouldn't that be great? You know, when the government decided to tax your benefits, in essence, they lowered your benefits. You know, they couldn't just come out and lower your benefits because they knew ARP would burn down the, 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 uh, the capital. <laughs> but they did know that if they taxed the benefits, they would, in essence, be doing the same thing, and it would sound better. So there are strategies you could employ, and uh, we talk a lot about them in the materials we provide clients. Now, I want to point out, we just came out with a brand new report. And it's called Five Ways to Diffuse the Ticking Tax Time Bomb. And the ticking tax time bomb is that which is on your 401k, your IRA, and your 403b account. So I'd love for our listeners to get a copy of this report. It's very simple to get. You can either uh, text the word retire to 555888. And if you do that, you'll get a, a link back from me and you could enter your information there. That's one way you can get it. Now, another way you could go to uh, quizdan.com and just click on the button that says quizdan and that'll work. I'll call my office 513-563-PLAN and uh, we'll get it to you that way too. So good report. We're going to give you a lot more than just the report though. I'm going to give you the whole entire retirement rescue toolkit if you've never ordered it before. So uh, take a look at that and uh, I'll be happy to get that out to you. But a lot of things you can do. You don't have to move to Gibraltar to do it. My advice is travel to Gibraltar, beautiful place, you know, get it in there, put it, put it on your list along with Luxembourg and Monte Carlo, you know, small places that we've heard of, but we don't really know where they are. But when you find them, they're, they're pretty cool. So I hope that helps. But again, um, if you have issues on this, concerns, uh, 513-563-PLAN, be happy to talk with you. And also vote Dan for uh, governor as he'll uh, eliminate state <laughs> income tax. Uh. Well, I have a solution for the city of Cincinnati, which is, is to get rid of their earnings tax. And I actually have a friend who is active politically there, but uh, he sees the world completely 180 from me. But ah. I've always said to him, I say, you want this city to take off? You get them off that earnings tax and you tax property in other areas and you will see businesses like crazy pouring into that city. But as long as you have that earnings tax, they're going to go to the suburbs and that's unfortunate for the city. So always that's another discussion yeah. for <laughs> it, is, it is. Well, there's some great good. studies on it. I mean, the show me Institute, which is out of St. Louis, um, has done just yeoman's work on showing the growth of cities that shows to go that route. And you don't do it overnight, but you do it over time. So another topic for another time, but uh, tax policy influences a lot more than we realize. Sometimes there's the law of unintended consequences and certain taxes have hurt cities very badly. Always interesting to get the story on Tales from the Tax Side, and uh, this week, no exception. If you want to get that Retirement Rescue Toolkit, if you haven't gotten it before, just text the word RETIRE to the number 555-888 and click on the link and fill out the information. It only takes 30 seconds to do that. You can also do it the old-fashioned way by picking up the phone and calling 513 513- 563-PLAN, 513-563-PLAN, or you can go to quizdan.com. That'll do it for this week's edition of Solving the Financial Puzzle. We'll talk to you on the next podcast. Thanks for tuning in to Solving the Financial Puzzle. If you want to find out more about Dan Capril or about today's topic, visit matsonandcapril.com. 
and be sure to join us for the next edition of Solving the Financial Puzzle. Information provided on today's show is provided for information purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with an investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Dan Capril is an investment advisor representative of MPM Wealth Advisors and Capril Wealth Coaching, LLC. Both firms are registered investment advisors. To obtain a copy of Form ADV and a private policy statement for either firm, call 800-353-7923.